Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. You know, it's been a great summer for the most part, but every summer as we get closer and closer to Labor Day, and that's only a week away, I start to think, what did I miss out on? And this year, not much. I had a pretty good summer. Didn't miss out on the things like oh, oh good weather and going down to, you know, areas where I could see ocean. Uh, I didn't miss out on going into the interior. Did all of that. But if I do have one regret, it's possibly that I didn't spend more time in my own backyard on a chair, just enjoying a nice, warm summer evening. And I think, why is that? And it comes down to basically this. This summer, every time I had a chance of doing that, I was bitten by mosquitoes. I would come out afterwards so much worse off than when I went out and really itchy and scratchy. And you know what? I usually don't get the mosquito bites, at least not that bad. Even taking the dog out for a walk has been a terrible summer when it comes to mosquitoes. And I've heard others saying the same thing. So why is that? Well, to answer maybe that question, get some insight into it and talk a little bit about drought conditions and how they played into it, we'll bring in Dr. Ben Matthews. Dr. Ben Matthews is an assistant prof in the UBC Department of Zoology, and he thinks we could be getting a summer's worth of mosquitoes at once because of drought conditions. Ben, I thought it was always the moisture di- that did that. It was always uh, the rain. What's going on here? Yeah, great question, and and good to be with you. So, what I have noticed uh, out here at the UBC campus is that we had a, a few months where we had very little mosquito activity, and then all of a sudden, in the last week, uh, we we saw a big emergence. And what I think, if you look back at the weather, is that we had a lot of dry weeks, and then we had a few instances of rain. And what that rain does is it causes all the eggs that are lying around to hatch. And so the thing that not everybody knows about mosquitoes is that the larval and pupal stages, the the um, immature stages, are actually aquatic, so they need to live in water. Um, and if there's no rain, there's no water, and so the eggs don't hatch. And as soon as we get that rain, they all hatch. And so by having really dry conditions followed by a bout of rain, I think we've synchronized them all, and so we've gotten this one big emergence, at least out in this neck of the woods. That's unfortunately very interesting. And I think about the uh, little sessions of rain. I think we're going yeah. to head into another couple coming up here. But um, I guess we're just on standby waiting for many explosions in the population. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's true. And then once they emerge as adults, obviously they're flying around. And then that's when they like the warm and the dry weather. And that's going to keep them active and keep them buzzing around. And so that period of rain followed by dry and warm conditions, I, I think, makes us notice them more this time of year. We're talking about noticing them more. But in fact, are their numbers going up, going down or staying about the same? Do we know? 
Yeah, it's hard to know um, because we don't do a lot of systematic monitoring for mosquitoes around here, mostly because they don't carry a lot of disease, which is a, a great thing. They're, they're just a nuisance. Um, but what I suspect has happened is that we're not necessarily having more mosquitoes overall this summer, but that we're seeing them in more concentrated windows of time. So that will make it appear as if uh, there are more out there at this moment because there weren't as many a few weeks ago. Are there any areas of the lower mainland that are hit harder than other areas? And is that changing? Yeah, it's hard to say again, and I'm sorry I don't have definitive answers, but there are over 50 species of mosquitoes in BC, and they each have their own preferred habitat. But as a rule of thumb, anywhere that has standing water, so anywhere with uh, ponds or puddles or man-made features, water features and uh, tires, things like that, is going to be at risk for, for mosquito activity. And so the areas around our neighborhood, I notice them, are those where there are uh, water features that aren't uh, drained on a regular basis or areas where there's low-lying um, water in ditches and, and things like that. You know, if you're afraid of snakes, you quite often point out some redeeming qualities like uh, pest control. If you're afraid of uh, spiders, you talk about controlling things like mosquitoes. Is there anything that mosquitoes offer us? <laughs> Great question. And yes, so they are pollinators, just like bees are. So both male and female mosquitoes will visit flowers for their nectar, and then they can uh, take pollen to the next and uh, serve the ecosystem that way. They also serve as food for birds and bats and, and other insects as well. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely a nuisance to us. And in some parts of the world, they do worse than that. They transmit uh, disease, but they also have ecosystem services. So if we could snap our fingers and get rid of all the mosquitoes, that's not necessarily something we'd want to do lightly. What a great answer. And that's going to cut one conversation out that I've always had, uh, they offer nothing. I guess, uh, you know, can't say that <laughs> yeah. at the barbecue anymore. Uh, Dr. Matthews, say, thanks so much. Uh, what a pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, I hope you don't get bitten too much in the next few weeks. Oh, I'll try not to. Dr.